How's Peter? Hannah gasped in exasperation and jumped up. I've told you both a thousand times that Peter's just fine. When are you going to get that through your heads? Now stop asking. She threw her bucket into the trough and pumped the handle. Hannah, Katie replied, you know we didn't mean anything by it. We only care about you and we're worried about you and Peter. You've hardly set foot outside your house since you got married. You have to admit it's a little odd. Hannah finished pumping and lifted the bucket down from the trough. How many times do I have to tell you, Peter's just fine. He couldn't be better. Now could we please stop talking about it? We all know that's not true, Hannah, Josie put in. You came to our house the other night. You got Jim to help you take Peter into town to see the doctor, and he was too sick to even walk out to the wagon. We all know there's something wrong with him, and you can't blame us for worrying about him. And I'll tell you, I'm more worried about you, too. You haven't talked to us about any of it, and if you can't talk to us, who are you going to talk to? Hannah flew into a rage. How dare you, Josie? How dare you stick your nose into my business? Do I go wagging my tongue about your private life with Jim? Do I go shooting my mouth off to the whole neighborhood every time something happens to you? How many times do I have to tell you that I don't want to talk about Peter? Now leave me alone. I don't want to talk to either of you again. She didn't wait another moment. She picked up her bucket and stomped off toward her own house. But she hesitated to approach the door. She wouldn't admit it to Katie and Josie, but they were right. The last thing in the world she wanted to do was lock herself up in that house again. She'd barely seen the light of day in the last week. She longed to breathe the clean air of the prairie and walk through the long grass the way she did before she married Peter. She dreaded walking back to the house almost as much as she hated hearing her friends talk about Peter. She couldn't go forward to the door, and she couldn't go back to the water trough. Even now, when she glanced back over her shoulder, she saw the two younger women still sitting with their heads together. They were probably still talking about Hannah and Peter. Josie turned and pointed over her shoulder toward Hannah's house. The sight propelled Hannah the rest of the way back to the house. She set her wet bucket by the door and peered into the darkened room. The sunshine streamed through the door and lit up the swirling dust. The rest of the room loomed at the fringes of her vision, so she hesitated to close the door again. A voice came from the other side of the room. Close the door. The light hurts my eyes. Hannah sighed and shut the door. I didn't know you were awake. With the door closed, she couldn't see anything beyond the fireplace. Somewhere in the back of the room, the bed nestled in the shadows. She didn't go over to it, though. She resented that she had to come inside, and it was all his fault. Hannah threw herself into a chair by the fire. Are you there? Peter called. Hannah made an indistinct mutter under her breath, but didn't answer. Come over here, he told her. I'm all alone. I want to talk to you. Hannah didn't want to talk to him. She didn't want to sit in a chair by his bed. If she couldn't get out into the sun and grass, she must at least move around the room. Her limbs ached with pent-up energy. Just wait until I put the kettle on. That should keep him quiet for a few minutes anyway. She poked up the fire and set the big copper kettle on to warm. Then she filled it from the bucket. What are you doing over there? he asked. I have to get something for breakfast, she told him. I don't want breakfast, he grumbled. I'll have some porridge like I did yesterday. Maybe you don't want to have breakfast, she shot back. But I do. A man can't live on porridge and neither can a woman. I've got work to do today. But I'll be left all alone, 
he wailed. I can't lie here by myself all day. You're the only one I have to talk to. Hannah rolled her eyes privately to herself, but she made sure Peter didn't see. You won't be alone. I'll be right here and I'll talk to you while I work. What's so important that you can't spend the day with me? He asked. Hannah had heard enough. I spent the last week solid with you, and if you want to know what's so important, just look around at this house. It's filthy, and it smells. It doesn't smell, he grumbled. Oh, yes, it does, she shot back. It smells sick and foul. I've been sitting around doing nothing for days and days, and I've got a whole lot of cleaning and scrubbing to do to make up for it. Honestly, Hannah, he exclaimed, I never would have believed you could be so cruel. I really expected better from you. Hannah snorted. Well, now you know better. I can't sit here in the dark forever. I've got to throw the door open and air the place out for a little while. Don't you dare, Peter growled. You know how much the light and air disturbs me. I know, 